Welcome to Travis Bites, a weekly podcast that explores the ins and outs of the subcontracting industry. Uh, this week, our topic is going to be an interview with Dan the Man Tomez. Dan, thanks for stopping by. Appreciate it. 10 4, no problem. So, um, uh, you are a foreman here at J. Travis Painting. Correct. Can you just explain to the audience what that is, like what that job is, the responsibilities of, of being a foreman as a paint sub? I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know because yeah, I'm not a foreman. So that's a pretty good question. Um, it's just more like glorified babysitter, I guess. It's just, <laughs> you know, safety is the key. Making sure everybody's safe. Yeah. Everybody shows up. Paperwork. You know. Mm-hmm. JHAs. Job hazard analysis. Yeah. Yeah. For layman term. And you know manpower. And payroll. That's what I do. Make sure everything keeps rolling. Mm-hmm. Make sure that things are constantly flowing at all times. Correct. And, yeah. yeah. We'll try to. Yeah, make sure that no fires pop up. Right. Yeah, no, yeah. Exactly. That's. And if a fire does occur, you're the firefighter. You got to go put it out. Well, no, I haven't been uh, trained in uh, to use uh, fire extinguishers, so we're not supposed to touch them. <laughs> okay, I got you. I got you. Um, so you've been working here for with Travis Painting specifically for how long now? How many? Years? It's almost four years, or about four years. And then. Yeah. And then uh, before you came here, you were working with Ellie Travis. I had about 10 years with the old Ellie. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes, sir. With Ed Travis. Yeah. Um, and you're from San Antonio? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yep, born and raised. Yeah. And where, where at? Uh, where, whereabouts? Oh, west side over there. Kelly, uh, well, the old Port San Antonio now. Yeah. It used to be Kelly Air Force yeah. Base. Yeah, I went to high school there, Kennedy High School. Okay. Graduated class in 99. 99. You graduated the year I was born, man. Wow, really? Yeah. That makes me feel old. That sh- makes me feel young. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, uh, I mean, y- you ended up in construction young or old, or how'd you get into it? Oh, yeah. Well, that's an interesting question. Uh, actually, my father-in-law is a painter. Ah. I met my wife. We were dating in high school, and I met her family and got employed with him. And then you've just been doing it ever since. Yeah, yeah, I was kind of forced into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but uh, it took, it took, and yeah. uh, here we are today. Yeah, know, just, yeah. Just paint, paint, paint for the last twenty-three years. Oh man. So what's like one thing, like if you had to go back in time and tell younger you, like your first day on the job site, what was like the number one piece hmm. of advice you could probably give yourself? Hmm. It'd probably be just be patient, more patience. Yeah. Yeah. You don't got to hurry up and go, go, go. Yeah. You know, I was a hustle guy when you know we started mm-hmm. just blow and go, blow and go. But you, you tend to leave a lot of stuff behind. Right. You miss stuff and you have a larger punch list at the end. So more patience with uh, your tasks, more patience with your guys on the job. Right. Right. And I think that was what, you know, is will get you success. What will get you successful. Yeah. yeah right, right. Right. Yeah, sometimes sure. if you're going fast at the expense of quality, then you got to got to fall back and fix all that stuff up yeah well you know and you don't want to stress yourself out either over the jobs you know you got to learn how to leave it on the job site right when you go home and then pick it up where you left off when you get back Mm -hmm. yeah yes sir no i totally understand we got the patience thing down right Yep. patience number one patience is number one what's number two well i guess dependability Dependability. be dependable yeah that's what i was taught is uh, your best ability is dependability. There you go. That's you know, a good quote. Where'd you or, get that one from? Well, old, old paint foreman that I was oh, brought yeah, up with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a couple old maestros. You know. Yeah. Who Who were like the guys who taught you coming up? Well, I had my father-in-law was the first one. Right. That was Elias Sanchez. He had his own painting business back in the, 
you know, the later 90s and early 2000s. Right, right. Um, he retired out medical issues, and uh, I started working with a smaller smaller paint company, and that's where I met this other gentleman named uh, Ramiro. Ramiro. Ramiro Hernandez, yeah, that, uh, that that guy, he wasn't an old guy, but I was young, so I called him an old guy. Yeah, yeah. And that, that guy, he was the one that taught, you know, carpentry and, you know, drywall and a little bit of this, a little bit of that right. on, on, on top of the painting. Right. You know, so that's where I kind of got more of my finesse in there, too, as well. That's how I, that's how I moved up with Ellie Travis's um, doing some of the carpentry and drywall myself. You know, oh, they would yeah. send me to do little, you know, patches and I'd install, you so, know. So you're more than just a painter or a floater. You're whatever you need to be to get the job done? Yes, sir. Done. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hang up yeah. a FRP, you know, tile, baseboard, cove base. Yeah. I could do wood trim, window panes, oh, there you go. baseboard, all that good so stuff. Yeah, I would almost cases. say you're almost a full-time carpenter if you really wanted to well, be. If I wanted to be. It's yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. I, a brush is way easier tool to carry around with. Yeah. You. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. So, yeah. so we've got, we got what? You got patience. You got dependability. Those are your two. Right. Okay. I want, you, I want you to give me five. Five. So you've given me two. You got three more to go. No, be confident. Confident? Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, that's three. Yeah. Number four, stay hungry. Stay Always want to move yeah. forward. Yeah. 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 Yep. Try to keep moving on. Don't be stagnant in one position. And um, always leave room for improvement. Always leave room for improvement. Right. You yeah. can't say you're uh, 100% when you're not. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's always room for improvement. Yeah, you're always I'm, working. I'm always constantly flying at about 90% because I know there's 10% that could be repaired and right. we could do better on. Right. There's always so, something that you can do better on. Yes, sir. You can always learn from. Yes, sir. Here's here's something that I've I've noticed um, just, you know, following you around and, and working with you the past few years. I think you're probably one of the most courteous guys that we know as far as working with clients and working with the GCs and the owners and all that stuff. And my question really is, whenever you are going in to have a conversation with a GC or an owner, how do you how do you prepare for that? How do you have those conversations? What is, like, are you just open and honest and, and doing everything that you can, or do you? Right, I'm, I'm, I'm very transparent, you know what right. I mean? If I have a problem, it's going to get addressed soon. Right. And usually we don't have problems. It's always just something of discretion right. that can be solved, you know? And if you're another one of my... Uh, Old, uh, I guess, t the lessons that were taught to me is uh, you catch more flies with honey than vinegar. Uh, so you if go. you're nice and you're sweet to people, right? I believe they'll be the same back to you. Right, and that's yeah. that's that's always what we want. We Correct. Want that, that yeah. good community. And so yeah, I just try to keep like you know like transparency, open. Yeah. You know, yeah. no hiding. You know, I don't, I won't cover it up like you know a cat. The cat litter box covers up their turds. Oh, uh, yeah, no, no, no. You no I, open everything's honest. open and honest. You know, I don't yeah. hide nothing. It's always showing. My cards are always showing. It's yeah, the same. they're always on the table. Correct. Very good, very good. Um, so here's another one that I got for you. It's because I'm young. I want to learn from you guys. When you're, when you're out there in the field day in and day out, you know, and you're working alongside all these other trades, is it – I think – I've noticed it's very important to build a relationship with like your drywallers and your electricians and all those guys. Right. And is it does each one of those groups like operate differently, or does it, do you have to handle them the same way? Or? Pretty much, yeah. Just yeah. like the way you're running your crew, your your own personnel. You know, you just yeah. you gotta you know be cordial, mm -hmm. don't be disrespectful. You know, and always every trade 
always has to respect another trade's work. And that's right. that's the first way you do it. You respect their work, they'll respect yours. Then you start having that conversation. Opens the floor for one guy, and you scratch my back, I scratch yours. You know right. what I mean? Right. On tickets-wise. So you fix it, yeah. and then I'll come behind you, and I'll fix it. Right. And nobody has to know. Or if it wants to get, you know, if it can get bigger, you know, people want to start giving us tickets to clean up some paint here. Then I'm like, all right, well, then I'm going to get tickets on right, you. Right, right, yeah. To fix your drywall then, yeah. you know, and stuff like that, you know. But usually you run cordial with these guys and it will keep the tickets yeah. or work orders to a minimum. Yes. And I appreciate it when you guys keep work orders to a minimum because I got to process all of them. So, <laughs> yeah. so the, the less amount, the better. We've done that me. before. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We've uh, had to go and argue with them oh. on money. <laughs> oh, that's never fun. Don't never, never enjoy those arguments. Oh, yeah. That's fun. Yeah. How do you deal with it whenever, whenever they are being a little, you know, mouthy or maybe you're having a disagreement and there's really no other way to get through it and you know it's going to be confrontational? How do you, how do you wake up that day and prepare for those types of hard conversations? Because they do, they do happen. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, I think those are the days that actually get me going. Those are the ones I like. Because yeah. I prep myself in the morning. I get up. I'm like, all right, this is what's gonna happen. Right. I'm gonna walk in there and I'm gonna, I'm gonna act like I'm all, you know, yeah. I'm gonna puff up my chest and this and that. And then when I really get there, I'm just like, hey, what's up, guys? And everybody's really fancy and nice with me yeah. too. So it's like, yeah, yeah. So no, it's it's no big deal. It's just business. It's business. nothing personal yeah. ever. Never let it get personal. It can't. It can't be personal. It's always yeah. business. Yeah. Keep it professional at all times. Yes, sir. What would you say? You know, being being a foreman here at Travis. What is your favorite part of your job? Like, what is what is the thing that when you wake up every morning you're excited to do? Like, well, what? that's a good question as well. I guess the the outcome once you finish the task, the job, right? You know, walking in a new build or even a repaint remodel, you know, it's usually in pretty bad shape. Yeah, and you make it nice and pretty. The beautification process, right? You know, yeah, like we do. You know, that would probably be the most pleasing part that I see. Yeah, you really enjoy being able to, to take something from a rough state and right. making it, you know, outstanding. Some might even say world class. I know I certainly do. Anything you've ever yeah, worked on. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, everything I touch, I try to leave it yeah. the best that yeah. we can, you know, the best that we can do. Right, yeah. The best that of I course. can do. Um, and so that's obviously what, what gets you going in the morning, being able to finish those projects, make them look nice, and make them look good. Yeah. What's, what's the hard stuff? What's like once... What's the hardest thing that you've had to get used to as a foreman here at Travis, would you say? Like on a day-to-day, weekly, career-wise? Yeah, probably just the human resources part, you know, dealing with the people, the men. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, you have to essentially mold to each person, you right. know, because, like, I don't cut people. I don't fire people. I, it's not I'm, you know, it's out of my hands. I don't do that. But right. I use a person. I find out what they're good at, what they can do. Right. And I put them on those tasks, you know, try to mm-hmm. keep them busy. Right. You know, if he's going to be sanding all day, then so be it, you know, until he learns the process. You know, right. if, you, if you learn how to sand well, then you go to cutting in the paint and the primer. Mm-hmm. And you learn how to cut in well, then you go to rolling, you know. Yeah. Because if you can't cut in, then you can't roll. You right. don't know exactly where you're going to, you know, what you got to do and where you got to be. Yeah. No, that makes total sense. So we, we kind of essentially just build the people. But, right. you know, that's the harder part is finding out what these guys are good at you know what they're good at and, correct and obviously i'm i'm just i'm sure having to manage personalities on the crew itself yes is, is yeah gotta yeah. be a difficult that's, thing that's, in its especially own with my own personality too having to manage that <laughs> that's part of the hardest one yeah 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 uh, keeping me toned down and respectful you know and right and 
professional. Right. And would you say that um, the number one key factor to being successful in that regard is, is definitely that patience thing? I, I believe so. Yeah. It's worked for me. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, it's literally worked for me. <laughs> yeah, no, that, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I got you. I understand. Um, There's patience, confidence, being confident in what you do as mm-hmm. well, you know. And if you had to give, like, advice to young guns like me or young guys on the cruise out there, you know, what's the number one thing you tell us? What was, what just, you know, be patient too? Yeah, or? no, absolutely. Be patient yeah. and don't bite off more than you can chew. Right. You know, I mean, if you're going you know, to do something, if you say you know how to do something, make sure make you know sure how, you know to, how do to do it. Do it. Yeah. Because yeah. if you get caught, you know, and you're not doing it well or you, you mess something up, break something, yeah. spill something, that's yeah. the problem. You know, having a clean up or, you know, extra manpower to mess, you know, fix your mistakes. Right, right. And that's that's a no-no. Yeah, because you don't want to have a guy come in and boast and brag above his ability and then you rely on him to go knock that out and then he just can't do it. So now you got to right. fall back. The new guy's got to fall mm, back. That's and, another one too, reliability. Yeah. You know, people showing up, you know, five days out of the week, we need you five days. Right. There's a five-day schedule that we make as foremans. Right. And if we have one guy that misses, that messes up the whole schedule. Right. So you have to rethink it, restructure it, move yeah. your men around. And that's the that's one of the harder problems as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but that's, you know, just be there on time. Do what you say you can do and, you know, show what you can do and what you can't. And mm-hmm. that's the advice I try to give at least. Yeah. So I have a question for you. We're going to talk like kind of big picture and where you see the industry. Uh, what do you think? The, the one of the biggest challenges for c- commercial construction in San Antonio is just looking at the, like the next five years, next 10 years, or something like a trend that you've been noticing. Like, uh, I know for me personally, I think one of the issues that our industry faces is certainly like we have a lot of older guys, a lot of older aging guys, but I don't see a lot of young guns coming in that are. Yeah, no, that's true. A lot of uh, this younger generation, uh, it's rare to see any com- painters or any kind of construction workers anyway. Yeah. And everybody wants to stay in school and college and finish yeah. out other programs, you know, you know, vocational programs, stuff like that. And right. Painting is just, it seems like it's really slowing down. It's scary. It's, I mean, it's it's definitely a concern uh, for me at least because, you know, I'm, I'm young, I'm coming into it. Yeah. I got to look at. I have to project the next 20, 30 years myself just to kind of figure out, you know, what kind of foreman I'm going to have 20 years from now and right. and, and that whole workforce. Yeah, it's gonna, it's, it's <laughs> scary looking into the future. Isn't it, it is. <laughs> it is. It's a little intimidating. But Yeah, uh, yeah. Any, any other issues besides that, or do you think that other than that, you know, construction's no, going well here? I think everything's moving well. Just, you know, yeah. safety's the key. Mm-hmm. You know, keeping a good safety record, a good track, yeah. I think that'll benefit us in the future yeah you know you, know, you got to make sure that we're on top of all that stuff oh yeah yeah no, absolutely I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that one 100%. absolutely so there's a lot of stereotypes about painters out there a lot of like myths and and you know i wouldn't say always accurate yeah things they're probably all true there, are they you think so oh yeah is there any stereotype about painters maybe that you'd like to debunk i know like one for me that I get a lot is that we are unsafe. You know, uh-huh. there's a lot of bad OSHA photos of our guys, you know, not our guys, but of painters in general. Yeah. You know, like on the edge of a ladder. Or yeah, painters are more, I guess, how would you say they live more on the edge? We've worked on high areas, high ladders. We've done 
you know, two-story, three-story homes in the beginning when you start out. Yeah. You know, yeah. no problem, you know, and then then you move into a bigger in- industry like this is, you know, the commercial painting and yeah. you must tie off and you must look after this and that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, and we've done it before so many times, you know. Yeah. You get away yeah. with it and you keep getting away with it. If you do it once, you're going to do it twice. Right, right. You know, yeah. until you get caught but or ultimately hurt yourself or, you know, worse. But I, I would say that I don't think that, uh, at least our painters, I think we, we focus so much on safety here that you're not going to see our guys doing a lot of that that crazy stuff where they're like, they got a ladder on top of a right. bucket well, or something crazy like times that. Times are changing, you know, it's, it's yeah. really being cracked down on, you know, OSHA mm-hmm. and yeah. all the contractors as well, as well as ourselves, our foremans, you know, we're watching over all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's being cracked down on. Yeah. And um, another, another one would be... Uh, Painters all wear white. Yeah. And I do not. You do not. Yeah, I've noticed no. that. I, I a lot of our of our guys wear white, but you're always in jeans and a Yeah and, and a, like a dress shirt and like nice a shirt. Pearl snap button yeah. down, you know. Yeah, yeah. But um no, I don't wear white. Um I just don't have a reason for it. It's just I get dirty, I used to. Yeah. And they would get dirty and dingy and I just thought that was more unprofessional, to tell right, you the truth. Right, right, yeah. You know, the jeans, I can hide stains and you stuff. You can hide them a little bit better. A little yeah, better, yeah, right? Yeah. It's not so loud on the white. Yeah. <clears throat> and so, I mean, would you would you say that um, as you move forward in your career, like, do you, th- do you think that you would be happy being a foreman, or would you maybe like to see yourself advance further at some point? Oh, absolutely. Or? I always think there's room for advancement. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I never f- get comfortable, to tell you the truth. Yeah. I always want to do something you more. You want to do something more, something different? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah. Uh, you know, I want to move on all the time. I'm always looking forward 100%. You know, yeah. there's always something bigger. I get bored after a while. Right, right, right. And I need more responsibility all the time. It's always more and more and more. Yeah, yeah. Sounds crazy, but it's. I mean, hey, yeah, you're go getter. That's how it is, man. Yes, sir. Here's my question. Try. Here's my my number one question that I wanted to know because right. I've been with you. I think your whole time here, I've been here. Right. So I've seen you work on all your projects, and you've been on a lot of very unique and interesting projects. Yes, what sir. would you say is the most challenging project that you've worked on? The most interesting project that you've worked on, and the one that you're most proud of currently. Wow, that's a good question. Um, the most challenging probably was when we were doing uh, the roofs on the Broadway building. Mm-hmm. We were painting that uh, trellis steel up there, and uh, the elevators weren't working. So we yeah. do 12 stories up in up the morning. Up and down the stairs. Yeah, every day, oh, you know, geez. for at least a month and a half or something like that. Yeah, and there was a lot of that stuff where you guys had to, what, you had to get in the scissor, and then you had to extend the scissor out over the out side over and tie the, it off. Yeah, over the leading edge. Oh, yeah. man, that must yeah. have been. And you're looking down about 12, yeah. 12 floors, you know. There's, pretty intense. I'm happy that you're okay with heights because there's a lot of guys who would not be okay with that. Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. It's, uh, like you say, you just get over it after a while. Uh, yeah, yeah. You do get the jitters, um. Morning jitters, we call them. Even to this day on the roofs, we go up on that, that metal roof we're working on in a medical building. And everybody says, it's a morning jitters after the first couple runs. Yeah. It, it goes away. You, you get in the rhythm. Yeah, you start out. That little shaking in the knees goes away. And you, <laughs> you see that, okay, we're good. Yeah, we're, everything's we're all good. right. We're smooth. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. That's the good part. And then what would you say, most interesting project? Is it also Broadway? It would be Broadway, probably, yeah. 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 There was a lot of... Um, 
specialty paints on that one plus mm -hmm. the stenciling on the exterior oh, portion yeah, that's i wasn't totally involved on it but i was really impressed with that one. Oh yeah and you know really pat ourselves on the back as a company yeah with, with that stenciling no. job was pretty nice that stenciling one i was uh that was with Art arturo barrera and henry barbosa right i i came up under both of those guys so i actually helped art develop that stencil pattern and let me tell you that was one of the more unique challenges I yeah. think I've, I've ever seen just in my like five years in comparison to year 20 or whatever. But and that was certainly, it was, it was a very cool project. I think that building turned out fantastic. And right? it still looks great. I passed by there yesterday and it's yeah. nice. It's it looks, really, really unique and it's perfect for the area of town that it's in. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it fits. And then what would you say the most challenging project that you've worked on is? I, I would like to venture a guess. It's probably those roofs over at Stone Oak, but well, I could be wrong. It, it is a roof, but it's uh, in between the Stone Oak roof that we're doing now and the McNay roof that we did when we oh, first transitioned yeah. over. Because mm -hmm. that one, we weren't actually painting the roof, but we were walking on a roof. Right. And it had the, the gable pitches on it. Yeah. And it was a glass roof. So we're pressure washing, standing on glass. Uh-huh. And uh, everybody, everybody on that crew fell on their butts and hit their heads. And <laughs> It was just, it was a pain in the butt, literally. Yeah. Oh, I'm that sure. That glass was unforgiving. Yeah. And then, you know, that was that was probably the most challenging, you know, oh, just yeah. being afraid of going through that glass window on the ceiling. Yeah. Spooky. No, I, I'm Spooky. on that, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, here's, here's uh, another one I got for you. So you've been working in the paint industry for 23 years. Yes, um, you said you had a wife. You got a wife and kids and all that. Yes, how sir. Do you, how do you balance, you know, working? full-time job in a very intense field every day and then being able to go home and you're able to flip it off right so what talk about that process How most you, of the time yeah, yeah yeah oh yeah no it's a it's pretty easy when you got a you know a house full of kids like i, I have five children oh know, yeah and it ranges from 21 down to five years old oh geez so there's always something else to there's, take your attention <laughs> you know yeah yeah there's something always going on so yeah it's pretty easy. It's not too. It's not too bad. Plus, I never really was a person to take work home with me. Right. I kind of left it in the truck, like my vest and my hard hat. Mm, you there know? you go. As soon as yeah. I get off, I leave that in the truck, and that's where the job stays. My paperwork, everything, stays yeah. in the truck. And you, you go know? from you go from workman straight to family. Right. Man and, and it's kind of it's just kind of all right because you know at least at work this is the only place I'm the boss. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And then when I get home, I get to relieve that title over to the to the missus yeah, yeah. And she's in charge and i fall in line and what do you need and yes ma'am no ma'am and <laughs> tying shoes and cleaning boogers and yeah oh yeah that's that's how it, it's it's pretty easy to transition over when you got a yeah. lot on your plate yeah and so uh what are you like outside of work you know passions hobbies what do you what are you into what do you what oh, do you man. do when you when you do every time not with the family maybe you get five minutes here or there what do you tv TV? I'm a TV guy. I love oh, it. Any recent shows worth watching? Oh, man, yeah. Like House of the Dragon. House of the Dragon. Oh, yeah, the new Game the, of Thrones the one. The new yeah, Game of yeah, Thrones. Yeah. I'm, I'm stuck on that. I'm just upset that they only release them once a week. Oh, yeah. You'll be able to binge Oh, it. I want to binge that stuff. Yeah. You know? but, oh, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, no, I'm, I'm a TV guy. Uh, Hulu. I'm loving Hulu right now. Um, Amazon, you know, HBO, yeah. all those. You get all the different streaming services. I got most of them. Yeah. Yeah. The ones the, the boss at home lets me get. Yeah, that's fair yeah. enough. Yeah, whatever she allows. Allows. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. All yes. right. It's just awesome being able to have you come in here. This, is, this yeah. has been a lot of fun. Um, well, thank you for having us. Man. Yeah, thank no, you. It, was, it was a pleasure. I've always always loved to hear what the forums have to say. You guys are 
in my opinion, I always think the foreman really is, that's the basis for all the knowledge. Well, yeah, we're out there on the field every day, you know, we know what's going on. We're right in between the office and the actual guys that are applying the material. You guys are, you guys are the the bridge, the go-between. Correct. You link both worlds, and because of that, you got to be able to walk both worlds. You're stuck right in the middle, yes, sir. And I think that that's always been something that I really appreciate. That's cool. The amount of knowledge that you guys have is just, it's breathtaking to me. Because, like, you guys know, you guys have forgotten more about painting than I probably ever will know about painting. And I'm I'm comfortable saying that. (laughs) I really am. You're probably about, you know, 85% right on that one. (laughs) Uh, All right, well, Dan, thanks for coming out, man. I really appreciate you coming. Fantastic, no problem, man. It was awesome having you. Thank you. Beer, whatever, whatever y'all guys need, whatever Travis companies need. You gonna be here? I will be here. I'm gonna hold you to that. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's recorded now, right? Yeah, no, it's on there now. (laughs) Thanks, sir. Appreciate you. Fantastic. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to listen to more episodes, check out our archives on traviscompanies.com/podcasts. Thanks for listening.